All right, you two, enough, okay? We're all very lucky here, and that's the real message of this holiday season. So let's all join in the Thanksgiving prayer. The prayer. <laughs> we thank Dicka and God for all they have provided. For the food we eat, the air we breathe, and for the domination enjoyed by a certain team from a certain town that hey, starts hey, with hey, a hey, 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 the game start. Oh, all right, all right, all right. We'll get back to that during a commercial. Enjoy the games, folks. Good evening, everybody. It is The Nightfly with Dave Juskow. Thanksgiving edition. We're here with the the girl you love and the girl you hate. Everybody loves Dory, but nobody cares for my sister or her attitude. <laughs> After a banning of the podcast, we... Well, Liza's still banned, my other niece, but uh, Dory, who is a, a wonderful co-host, is here. Hello, Dory. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And Beth. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Beth, my sister is in today because we are taping today on Thanksgiving morning where we usually what? tape. What the hell are you? <laughs> are you pretending to be the uh, the ice? What is it? The uh, freeze meister? What, the the snow miser. Snow miser. That's what your hair just looked like. Oh, when my you took gosh. Off your that totally is what it looked like. Yeah, right. I know. I'm not crazy. No, it looked like the heat miser. Oh, yeah. It was more the heat the miser. Heat yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah, that with the green hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here we are. We're filming, uh, taping on Thanksgiving Day because we've all put aside that we are exhausted on <laughs> nighttime. But, of course, it wouldn't have mattered because Dory was up for it and I was up for it, but Beth was going to sleep, which would have been better. But um, <laughs> you, you don't have any problem with me ragging on you. You have ruined two of the Duh. other podcasts. Okay. Um, That's what we expect. You have single-handedly ruined it. No, Liza's the worst, so she's... Forever, she has a lifetime ban. Yeah. No, we eat a lot. We went for dessert. I was tired. It was ten thirty. It's way past <laughs> my bedtime. Ten thirty. I think I might have made it to like eleven, which was crazy. And you're like, "Why are you leaving so early?" I'm like, "What?" Doesn't it sound like she's like echoing somehow, or is no. it like just crazy? She sounds okay. You're crazy. Well, let me tell you exactly what's. Um, have. Let me just turn this off. Is that necessary? Because I can hear everything. <laughs> Dory's like playing with some plastic, and I can completely hear it. I'm like, if somebody frying an egg? It was just sitting right there. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> no, see, Beth, I don't think, see, that's not coming out on your, well, that's the no. thing about this mic. I was going to say. We might be echoing in her mic. Now, no, I can't, you're not no, echoing we, at all. No, but we, I can hear, I can. Oh, you like playing your with sound. the plastic again? No. no, I heard that. I think it just snapped. What snapped? The, the water bottle. snapped back. So again, you're ruining the podcast single-handedly. <laughs> it's all your fault. And Come on. Single-handedly, literally and figuratively. Because literally was single-handedly it. ruined it. Now, I can't oh. tell whether you're loud or not. Because you were using one hand. Well, so she I got, sounds perfectly clear. I I definitely feel like mine's not as loud or clear. Yeah, so no, it's not. Um, yeah, you're not loud. But I really feel like oh, let's see. And I'm saying or maybe I'm talking into the mic because otherwise I'm talking into Dory's. You can. It's Dory's. I got a new mic. Maybe pull it away a little bit. Maybe it's away too close. from my face. Yeah, like how about that? How's that sound? Yeah, I think that's a little better. That might be better. 
Maybe. I don't know. How was it for you? So anyway, I got this new microphone because <laughs> I thought there was going to be four of us. But Liza, again, has single-handedly ruined the podcast by having an ingrown toenail. And she wasn't able to walk, so she wasn't gross. staying here, which was fine with me because nobody it cares for Liza gross. anyway during this time of the year. Um, but uh, so I bought this new headset microphone because as every one of my listeners knows, I have guests that don't know how to talk into the microphone. And I'm not just talking about guests. I'm talking about comedians that are like, obviously, and I'm just going to use the word retarded, who, I mean, that's their job to talk into the microphone and they still can't figure out how to talk in the microphone of the podcast. Now, I understand how everybody wants to relax when you're doing the podcast. You know, you want to, you know, trying to, you know, lean back or whatever. It's just, it's a job and you have to sit up and you're, am I blocking your TV? No. I'm talking right into the mic. I can see we have the parade on in the background. Who is and that, Dory's Dory? obsessed with the parade. It's okay to keep commenting on it. I just feel like I'm blocking your no. view now because I have to talk into the mic. The Muppets were just on. I was wondering if Memo was, you know, with the Muppets. Screw so. Memo. Memo's the <laughs> worst person ever. Or I am so best. mad at him, and I may never talk to him again. What? What did he do now? He. How many times have you said demolished that? a, a tape of Puppet Picks? Oh. We filmed three episodes, and he goes, "Oh, it's all ruined." And yeah, something. I was wondering why it wasn't on. Yeah. for like the past couple he weeks. He sucks. And he's like not taking responsibility for it. And it's like really annoying. Then he got mad at me for, you know, emailing the other guy. And I'm like, hey, let's gang up on Memo. And he's like, stop. Drew's really busy and stuff. I, I hate Memo. Like really <laughs> badly. That's like bad. I hate him a lot. Like what could have possibly happened? It's his job to film stuff. So what could have happened? That's what I'm saying. This is the second time it's happened. First time with this, the first time he forgot to put a, a, a card in the camera. Well, that's just funny. But again, this is his job. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. How I've can never you forgotten that? to put a card into this thing so we can record it. Uh, time you forgot yeah, to press right. play, though. <laughs> I but the, but I that makes that. sense. <laughs> that one's okay. But it's like if you're if you yeah that well that's so easy to do. Remember, I have that button that says press record with that little yellow piece of paper. I think I. Yeah, you know, once in a while I always look over to see if it's still recording now. Anyway, I got I got a new microphone headset combination, kind of like they do on Howard Stern. And now Dory is the first test pilot wearing the headset. I'm looking at her and Amazing. using the microphone at the same time. So you love it. I'm so relaxed. Well, that's what you want your guests to be because then you can pry information <laughs> Look out at of me. them. Look at me. I'm leaning back. And still so clear. I'm still talking into the mic. Now, if so, I lean back, can you still hear me? No. Okay, I'm still talking. Oh, see, that's so much better. I just that had the perfect. mics mixed up. Yeah. All right. Unbelievable. Sorry, everybody. No, I listen. I'm dealing with it. I put yours in three. I usually put it in. T- I don't know what's happening. I got confused. You're all but now everything's good, up. right? Everything's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh much my god. Better. I'm sorry, everybody. That's all my mistake. All my. Uh, you know what? Why don't we just uh, get to the clips? What's this? A piece of toast? <laughs> a pretzel stick? Popcorn? What blockhead cooked all this? What kind of a Thanksgiving dinner is this? Where's the turkey, Chuck? Where's the mashed potatoes? Where's the cranberry sauce? Where's the pumpkin pie? I wouldn't use this word lightly. What a cunt. Wow. Sorry. I'm just peppermint patties, the fucking worst. You know, she invites herself over to Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, and then she's complaining about everything. It's like you at our Thanksgiving. I was just going to say the <laughs> oh exact same thing. I was going to say the only person who's worse than Benjamin <laughs> Patty is your pal Dave Juskow. It's who so will go, true. And not just to your house. Where's it doesn't the chocolate matter. pie? Whoever invites me, <laughs> I, uh, I will be like, I don't know. This is the worst spread I've ever seen in my life. I am peppermint patty, oh my God, and I'm probably you are a lesbian. Peppermint patty. Yeah. 
<laughs> and my pal Marcy, which we consider Memo, um, is also probably gay. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know, know just because that. you have a kid doesn't mean you're not gay, as we know for sure now. Well, now. Well, yeah. I was on a podcast of these two, um, they call themselves two old twats. Um, they're comedians, uh, Kerry Caravis and Patty Rosborough. And I was, and I was on their podcast about three weeks ago telling Patty Rosborough how she messed up her entire life. I'd been waiting 30 <laughs> years. In 1989, oh, she was on a show with Jon Stewart. Um, and they were, they were an amazing chemistry together, these two. And then she got pregnant by this gay guy. Oh, man. Yeah. And I told her, you ruined your career by getting pregnant. I mean, I really let her have it. She's a good sport about it, though. But <laughs> I used to work with her husband. You probably saw him, too, because he's in that loft show we used to do. Oh, yeah. I think when maybe you were pregnant with Dory, possible. Could right? be. What was that? Uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I would worry about that, but uh, I saw it happen on the Jim Norton show, so it makes me feel better. Like, that's a serious radio show, and like everybody's computer just does that because it's annoying. Gotcha. Um but wait, what was I saying? I'm so happy now that everything's working okay. That um, I was like really disappointed that your mic wasn't working, but it was all my fault. I kept turning it down. I was turning down the wrong one. Okay. Moron. Nobody. You were talking what? about the girl on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how well, you let her it. have it. Well, yeah, because well, so Shocking. Rachel and I were talking yesterday. And she's like, she's, she's like, um, yeah. Um, and then, you know, so Jessica was really mad at me. I don't know. They really let me have it that I got pregnant and stuff. And he sort of ruined me. And she's like, yeah, that's what he does. That's his thing. That is your he thing. He just gets really angry for years and he won't drop it. So I finally saw her last January and then I let her have it. Like on the street, on 57th uh, Street. Nice. I've been waiting a long time to tell you this. <laughs> and let me tell you something. How do you know? So yeah, so that kid was in the loft with me and I said, how do you not know this kid's gay? And I I wasn't positive, but I was pretty sure he knew all these references, which... Well, actually, right, exactly. Because <laughs> you know them as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well, he's a lovely boy. And, uh, <laughs> that's the important thing, and I guess he has two swell kids. Um, but uh, that's the story with that. Now, yeah, so it's Thanksgiving morning. We're watching the parade in the background. Dory's keeping an eye on it to see if there's any action. Uh, the parade this year, the opened with the. This is the problem with Broadway and um, gay people. Uh, <laughs> it opened with this adorable kid who's clearly a ten and clearly in a Bronx tale. Now, here's the problem with Broadway, which I was telling you guys before, is that when you do the Bronx Tale or you do West Side Story and you have, you know, tough guys, they're all gay. Remember, everybody's gay. So remember, I, I remember I told you about this in Dear Evan Hansen. I'm like, how am I listening to this? The Not the Ben Platt. Oh, right, right. The guy ben after. Platt is an actor who is able to say, I'm not going to act gay now. Yeah. Like Victor Garber, we talk about right. it all the time. Oh, Victor awesome. Garber, you would never know Victor Garber was gay if I didn't tell you. You know why? He's an actor. He doesn't have to act effeminate. I don't care what the hell he does in his personal life. I'm just saying if you're going to act, you know, you, if you're going to you be can't. an actor. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe in this day and age, I'm saying it incorrectly. If you're like, try and act straight, jerk off. You know, like, I mean, it's like horrible. But that guy in Dear Evan Hansen, if you're professing your love to a woman, and this is probably how I sound to women when I'm saying, but I love you. <laughs> Oh, please. I, that's that's what Rachel probably says, like, sound like to a woman when I'm saying that. In my head, I'm like, come on, baby, I love you. You know how it is. Maybe I think two you, of us. I really think, yeah. Was, I don't know, maybe it's two of us, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, that, but that guy in Dear Evan Hansen, he's like, but sweetie, I can't go. He's like Jack in Will and Grace. It's like horrible. Uh, yeah, well, know. he was only the interim, right? And then they got a 
The new guy, uh, better he guy. Was, no, he was the afternoon, he was the matinee guy. Right. Which makes sense if you can see. Now I heard they're getting a new guy who's like only 16 and he's going to be, like he's in high school and he's going to be the next Dear Evan Hansen. Well, then I have to assume he's really good. Yeah, Because they're not just getting a Disney him. kid or whatever. Sandy! <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing here? I, I, I thought you were going back to Australia. We had to change of plan. Okay. School, baby. <laughs> we cool, want to do that in um, I mean, you know our Annie show. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Would that be funny? <laughs> That's my name. Don't wear it out. What's the matter with you? <laughs> What's the matter with me, baby? What's the matter with you? <laughs> what happened to the Danny Zirko I met at the beach? <laughs> well, I do not know. I mean, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe there's two of us, right? <laughs> I love how you just have that ready to go. Oh, I have everything ready to go. Um, so we're going to do that in Annie. I don't understand. When she, when she opens the present at the end and Sandy's inside. And she's like, Sandy? And then <laughs> Get it? You're going to put the, the dog, a live dog, inside a box? No, it's a kid dressed guys up are the like a dog. Oh, thank goodness. What can you do? And then we want to have the dog go, Annie! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to have the dog speak in an Australian accent? <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, and, Annie instead of Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Sandy? Now, Annie. since um, the three of us are doing a production of Annie at the same time, yes. this is quite awkward, something we never thought would happen, as uh, people may or may not know. I'm doing a production of Annie at the Village Underground. It's my next show. Um, well, we were hoping to get Mateo to be our Annie. Yeah, good luck. But <laughs> I knew he was busy. As you know, my show, uh, this comes out a, in time before my show, the Dave Juska Christmas Spectacular. Tickets on sale now, December 3rd at the Village Underground. It will be me, Mateo, pre his Annie appearance, um, Marina Franklin, Melissa Villasenor, uh, Je- uh, Jessica Curson, and a male to be featured sometime. Uh, Judah Friedlander punked out because it's the first night of Hanukkah. Cannot blame anybody for that. I'm not exactly sure what that has to do with staying home. Pretty and sure doing it's stuff, the second night of Hanukkah. But it's whatever. the first night of Hanukkah. Sunday night, I believe, is the first night, and then so oh, it's the first day. Oh. Monday's the first day. Well, what's the problem? Well, there's, Hanukkah's not a major holiday anyway. I know. So, so you think he's just be. using an excuse? Doesn't want to do my show? Well, maybe he has a party. A lot of them doesn't have a party. Has on Hanukkah. Monday. But I think he. I, don't um, know. I think Judah's actually kosher and stuff. Yeah, I, but Hanukkah doesn't mean anything. But to isn't him. the second night like important? I don't think so. I thought the first two nights were like more. You're thinking of Passover and those yeah, other eight day ho- uh, holidays. <laughs> exactly. Those other ones. Too many eight days. How many are there? There's like seven. Know, doesn't Sukkot even last for like eight days? Everything lasts for eight days. And the days. first two and the last two days are the biggies. Right. Then you go but right not, into Simchas Torah. Not for Hanukkah. I don't <laughs> think Simchas Torah is the reading of the Torah. There's a song. And it said he Sabbath through the year. Bar Mitzvah boys may carry smaller <laughs> Torahs. No? <laughs> oh my God. What is that? Yeah, it was definitely a song, but not that part. Well, how would I make that up? No, I. I remember it from Hebrew school. Yeah, also. I mean, how would I make up that song? But not the part song? of Bar, Bar Mitzvah Boys. Bar Mitzvah Boys made Harry Smaller Torahs. How do you not remember that? That's not part of the song. Yes, I, well, why would I make that up? Because it's you. It's part... Should I look it, it up doesn't now? It sound like You are not going to be able to find it. come up with that quickly. Yeah, so, I feel like it has to be real. See, Dory's <laughs> mocking me and taking my side at the same time. It's kind of brilliant. Remember we were talking about your brilliance on the podcast? She's like, I don't think you'd be able to come up with something as quick uh, on your feet like that. Um, good call, Dory. Um, yeah, you should try to find it, but you never will. Yeah. Anyway, we're uh, so wait, who else is on the show, Mateo? Uh, Adam Schlesinger. Oh, by the way, my guest next week will be Adam Schlesinger. 
Okay. Which I've been trying to get on this podcast for a long time. This time, we're not going to talk about his career. We are going to talk about the Monkey's Christmas album that he just produced, which is brand new and terrific. And we're going to go track by track and just promote the hell out of this really great new Christmas album by, of all things, the Monkeys, which is crazy what's happening in the parade. I don't. I don't know. What is that? They're all dancing in black. Oh, it's called gayness. <laughs> oh, so what we were saying is this kid is in the Bronx Tale and he was just so gay, but he toned it down a little. But it's just really funny when you see because I remember seeing um, not a it wasn't a production of West Side Story. It was called Jerome Robbins Broadway. Yeah. So it was a combination of all his stuff and West Side Story is part of right. it, and also Fiddler on the Roof. So they had to get they have to have people playing many parts. So there was just not one straight guy in the whole thing. And when they started the West Side Story, they're like, "Hey." Tony, I think you're so great. So we were saying before we saw a production of Mamma Mia, where all Sky's friends, Sky's like the lead one who was with Amanda Seyfried, right? Yeah. In the movie. And they're all supposed who looks to looks like Dory. And they're all supposed to get him for a bachelor party. Yeah. And they And they're like We saw it, they were all in like they were supposed to be in surf one-piece wetsuits, but they all had their tops down. Can I say what production it is? Because I hate them. Yeah. Plays in the park. And then, <laughs> so Ball all park, the men Edison, had New the Jersey. top of their... Your whole operation stinks. That's a shout-out to all the people listening at Plays in the Park. <laughs> you guys think you're great? Wait till you win a Perry Award, and then you tell me how great you are. It's funny that you think they're listening. You never know. <laughs> I don't think they're listening. I just wanted to talk that I, as a Perry Award winner... Of course. Um, which used to be called an Abbey. Uh, those people strive to win what I've won. It's embarrassing how much they strive for it. See? I'm like, <laughs> totally kidding. embarrassing. It's this true, is a local weird. Jersey theater award that I, as the 1982 recipient of Best Actor, uh, probably <laughs> the... Sorry. I'm laughing at the 1982 part. <laughs> I know which part you were laughing at. <laughs> but... Um, Anyway, I um I just got the award handed to me. It wasn't even a ceremony, and now it is. I remember. And so that's when and it's I should huge. have like they wear tuxes. I know. Oh, it's and that's when I should have known that Ed Cowan was gay because I was like, What the hell is this? You know, I got handed it by a gay guy and he goes, You are the recipient of an Abbey Award And I go, What? <laughs> and um then Ed's like, Oh, you gotta you gotta understand that's a very prestigious award. I'm like, How do you know? And he's like, I just do <laughs> Because he was, uh, you know, with Perry, who now has three kids. I don't understand gay people who have kids. Yeah, you look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I don't understand how all these gay people have kids and I don't have any kids. Because you they all have partners. If you wanted to. They all have partners. Right. I mean, most people don't adopt when they're alone, except for uh, Lori Kaplan. Remember Lori Kaplan? Was that the one that used to look like the girl from... Uh, uh, um, the Warren Beatty movie that I used to see look like Julie Christie. Oh no, that's not her. No, that was I don't Lori think Garb. so. La- Your okay, friend from high school. Lori yes, Garb. I know who Lori Garb is, but no, I don't think well, she so. had the same hair as Julie Christie in 1970. Lori Kaplan is the one her dad used to work with. Daddy, they were like friendly. She was friends with Miss Linda. Was she good looking? Probably you dated her. What? I think so. <laughs> Whoa. I think you, or Daddy awesome. wanted to fix you up with her you know and what? you were like, no, thank you. What? Oh. That sounds more right. I think yeah, that's, that's what happened. But I she ended no, up, she adopted a daughter years Wait. ago because she's like, I don't Wait, think Wait, was that the one married. I went out with and she was so unattractive and her personality was bad that you guys were like, David, thank you so much for no. going out with you. You were nothing but nice to her. That was somebody else. That was somebody else's sister. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. And I was a gentleman, right? Oh, Bet's whispering who it is. I still <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I was a gentleman. You were such a gentleman. See? And they were like, Folks, oh my gosh, listen. this is going to work out. And I didn't want to be honest and be like, no, he's just trying to be nice. But yeah. So, But you're still single and she's still single. It could still happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you might have to go back. And yeah, I, just, I, I, I was just thinking, what, what was wrong with her? She what you in, said. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Lori Kaplan, though. I can't remember that one. I don't know. I'm sure I could find you a picture. Daddy never set me up with anybody hot. Like, he was like, I want you to go out this girl. It wasn't like you guys hot. set me up with anybody, like, really hot. The hottest girl that I really wanted to go out with, it's actually two cousins. One was uh, Julie. Right. Uh, <laughs> who was, you know, hot. Um, and the other one was another cousin, which was on mommy's side with the Eisenberger. Oh, Remember, because yeah. her brother oh, was hot so too. Pretty, she yeah. was so to pretty. She went to Cornell. Well, they were really Dory, pretty. You have and no nice. idea. You don't know how it is. And they're only second cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grow up, Dory. All right, yeah. you don't understand how it works in oh the human God. mind. Um, and now it's all over the internet porn anyway, so you're allowed to do that. So it's, I just uh, remember Elliot being like, "Keep keep your brother away from Julie. Keep keep them away." It's like Howard Wallowitz. Oh, he knew I liked her. Everybody knew David. If everybody knew, then why do you want me to live with her? What? Remember I told you this? No. Oh, see, this is so unfair. This, uh, her parents wanted her to live right here. I'm pointing the back. Remember, I went. To, they wanted to set up this room so she could live here. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. And the they're day like, "Why won't you let her?" Live here. Why won't you let her live with you? And I'm like, because oh, I'm attracted to her. Like I couldn't say that to yeah, them. Yeah, no, I don't think they knew. They like when Ross, we all friends, knew. Has yeah. Oh, the, oh my him. god. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she wasn't Denise Richards hot with that music. Do 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 do. Which brings us to um, French trivia today. Wow. Now, to, now Thanksgiving is a big Friends Day for yeah, not just us, is. but apparently the whole country Must because be. we love the TBS just airs. In order, Thanksgiving 1 to 10, in order. Obviously, the Brad Pitt one we decided is the best one. The best yeah. one. Um, and it really is a good one when you look at the whole scope of things, the fact that her and him and Jennifer Anderson were dating. And, and they were married at that point. Oh, they were, yeah, they were, were they married, married? Oh, them. yeah. And then it's, you know, what a great deal that he hates her and stuff. And that's a really funny. So that made it all the more yeah. better. Which you'd have to when you have kids and you show it to him, you have to you would have to explain that to him. Well, to I have give to have it, it explained to me. Right, well, oh yeah. So oh, I mean, so that episode you, aired when I was like two years old. So when did you have it explained to you where you where it went up to this other level? Like when did you, you started liking Friends, like loving it, like In we high like school, it now? Yeah. And then, so your dad explained it to you, or mom? I don't remember. I'm just like because like then I've it does known, add the extra have. level of greatness. You know what else I like about it? They like Phoebe talks about how good looking he is. Yeah. Like there's so many shows where somebody really good looking, like when um, George Clooney was on Roseanne, like they never <laughs> right. were like drooling over this right. extremely good looking guy. I like when people admit and be like, oh my God, you're gorgeous. I think I use her line yeah. all the time. I'm like, just take off your shirt and tell us. <laughs> you do say that a lot. <laughs> I say that to you guys. But Dave, um, Dave Elliott says that all the time too. He's really, he's good about when somebody's gorgeous. Like who do we like that's, oh, Russ Veneve. I say that to him on oh, a daily okay. basis. Just take off your shirt and tell us. <laughs> and that's funny every time um i agree so yeah so anyway they had hq friends trivia the other day and dory screwed us over by not being there because of her stupid dance that everybody knows i hate <laughs> um and you couldn't be there and you did horribly i didn't do horribly well you didn't make it very far in I fact i made it to question 13 out of 15 well, hold on, now that i think and then i it. knew the answer to question 13 and then i let's take a look at the harry wrong. potter hq which somehow dory lost 
Well, now, when I, also I was made playing, it to question thirteen. You know, wow, did you? Yeah. Oh, I was playing with the bartender up um, at this rooftop bar. He I, otherwise it would have been out in question two. Um, I knew what language needs to be spoken to open the chamber of secrets. We know that's parcel time. Obvious. Obvious. Obviously. Obviously. Um, I think I guessed which of these spells would a witch or wizard use to stop someone that's expecto patronium or? No. Petrificus totalus? Yeah, petrific. Oh, then I might have gotten that one wrong. Yeah, you did. I feel like oh, you did. Oh, sorry. How do you say a <laughs> fake word? Petrificus <laughs> totalis. Oh, my God. I hate her so much. <laughs> Just don't like her. Um, <laughs> I think I was out and had to use an extra life on that one. I feel one. like you did because I was like, you, you were said watching. expecto patronum. Like I got not. the second one wrong. Oh, no. That's obviously the right. big. So we were following. So anyway, at the bar after. So I used my extra life. I'll tell you where. Instead of Muggle, the Magical Congress of the United States of America uses what synonym? Synonym. Mick, what is it? It's Nomad. Okay, I never would have gotten that. The bartender Which is like me on the that. Do- I only remember that because when I saw the movie, I was like, that's dumb. What is Mad-Eyed Moody's real first name? Do you want me to like answer? Yes. This? Oh, Alistair. Okay, yeah, I knew that one. Uh, who is mentioned as Dumbledore's partner on his chocolate frog card? Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, now I never would have gotten that one, but the bartender helped me at that one. Yeah, that's so like I was the still whole in. first movie's about that. Shut up. The whole first movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I just like the way Hermione says his name. Nicholas Flamel. Yeah. <laughs> Which of these is not referenced in the official Hogwarts school song? Oh, so that's the one that I use my extra life. Oh, on. you did use an extra life. Yeah. We were all wondering. Because um, I only knew that Scabby Knees was, and I didn't know the other ones, which one it was. Warty Toads? That Warty. was the one. That was the answer that that one was That's the answer, right. So I got that one right um, by guessing. Yeah. I didn't know that's where you had to use an extra life. So you already had to use your extra life on question six. That's an embarrassment for all of us. <laughs> it's an embarrassment for the whole family. Yeah, what can you do? Still, what can you do? I think, you know how well, much, I'm I knew, still paying I knew enough off, to narrow it down to one. I'm still I knew paying off our London trip. <laughs> <laughs> this means a lot to me that you're out on question six. You got to use an extra life <sighs> in the goddamn Harry Potter quiz. I know. Of the Deathly Hallows symbols, which shape represents the hallow? That one's easy. Well, what is it? A triangle. Okay, I got that one. What's that noise? Is the TV on in the other room? Did you put it on? No. Sounds Don't like it's hear? on. I do. It does sound like it's on. Um, I didn't put it on. Did you wake up this morning having it on? Well, yeah, she, but we then turned, I turned it, it off. off. Should I go check? No, that's all right. Um, in Quidditch's original form, what role was played by a magical creature? That's the snitch. That's right. Which that's like a whatever. What person took the shape of Dumbledore's Bogart? That's his sister. Yeah, see, I don't know. But see, like Which all of these, of these are, are like t- not in the book. It's like extra published information online. It is? That's like what all these questions at the end were. Like, and I don't, that's why I got that like well and wrong because it's not stuff from the book. It's stuff that was like published later, like written online that J.K. Rowling said this is true. That's why I got stuff wrong. This is interesting. Yeah, she told me that. Oh, because I know like a little bit of that. Yeah, I know a little bit of that stuff because like sometimes I was like interested, but I don't, I haven't read like everything that's ever been written that J.K. Rowling says, oh, now this is a thing. I happen to have Scott Rogowski right here. (laughs) Hey, HQDs. So I think I got, this is where I got out in 10. Which of these is the title of a book by Gil Gil Droy Lockhart? Oh, see, I knew that. That's in the book. The Break with the Banshee? Yeah, that's the answer. I got that wrong. And then, which is not listed ingredient in the recipe Hermione finds for polyjuice Right, potion. that was the tricky one, but I knew that one, too. Fluxweed. No, it's the 
person's hair. Oh, person. Okay. Because it Maybe says a bit of a person you want to change into. Which of these was founded most recently? Ministry of Magic, Governor Department. That's the one that I lost on. Oh, that's the one you lost yeah. on? Yeah. That was question 12. Oh, sorry. Then I guess I got So out which on one was 12. it? The answer was the Department of Mysteries. Which doesn't make any sense because it's part of the Ministry of Magic. So I don't understand how that one could have been founded first. Go at the bar. We were all watching to see if you were winning, and it was very exciting. Right. Like everybody, I'm like, she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. She's gonna Should've. do it. And uh, unfortunately, there were 15 instead of 12 this yeah. time. You made it all the way to 12 using an extra life. That's all right. And now that we found out this information that this has nothing to do with the books yeah, or the movies. Yeah, that also wasn't, that question wasn't in the book or the movies. Like, it was would you never have gotten, if a chaser keeps her hand in the quaffle as it goes through the goal, what foul is she committing? You would have known that? No. Oh, you would have. Also not in the book. Also in a different book. And what's the answer? I don't even know. Quaffle pocking, blatching, <laughs> or haversacking? I turned it off See, afterwards. these answers just want to make you hate anyone that likes Harry Potter. It's yeah. just annoying. Because that's like, and this stuff isn't even in the book. Which She's... creature might you create by leaving a magical fire unattended? I don't know that either. Fire crab, Ashwinder, or Phoenix? I would say Ashwinder. You don't know any of this either? None of this stuff is in the books. If she it were in the books, no, I, know I know, but it. I didn't know all of it. Which so of these many people of the once held possession were... of the Elder Wand. Oh, this one I could probably get. I didn't watch this far. What are the what are the options? Rosanna, Amarim, Barnabas, Deverell, or Beatrix Bloxham. See, this isn't in the book either. I don't it's know. like How stuff that written later. In that doesn't make any sense, Dory. I think you don't know what you're talking no, about. No, I swear. And it was an embarrassment for the whole bar, and they're like, "What's the matter with your niece? Is she retarded?" That's what they said. <laughs> you know what they said to you about uh, being retarded? Who's this girl you're going out with tomorrow night? How'd you know? Ah, you know. Don't you think I hear things? A lot of canaries flying around the docks. I'm going out with Paulie's sister. <laughs> hey, Ralph. What? Hey, she's retarded. She ain't retarded. She's shy, you know? I'll tell you what to do. Take her to the zoo. I hear retards like the zoo. Hey, this bum got to say that. All right, back it up, See? Retards like the zoo. <laughs> All right. That's what I was trying to tell you. Anyway, retards like the zoo. Everyone knows it. Go! Okay, relax, relax. But he's in a bad mood. It's his price. 50 bucks. You and your girl, Adrian, you have a nice time. Yeah? Thanks. How'd you know her name? You don't think I had things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob. What? Remember what I told you. What'd you tell me? Take her to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny every time. Anyway, here's what you do. I hear she's retarded. She's shy. <laughs> Yeah, take it to the zoo. Retards like the zoo. And then he's just like, what's the matter with him? He's like, hey, he's, he's, sometimes people hate for no reason. That's what they, The bookie is the most even-keeled guy in the movie. What movie? Rocky. Okay. You couldn't tell that well, was Sylvester Stallone going... I couldn't uh, tell uh, if it was... Uh, he said Adrian, so I'm like, oh, it must be Rocky, but shy. I don't remember that scene, so... <laughs> no, of course you don't. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to point it out. My listeners completely know that scene because I play it on a daily basis. Of course you do. Anytime there's something... On PC, I like to play it. Boys, I'd like you to meet your new pitcher, Amanda Wurlich. Juice fix diggers and now a girl? Grab a fat punk. Huh? <laughs> I think you've played that clip every time yeah, I've been on this show. Yeah, it's true. Well, there you go. Juice fix diggers and now a girl. Uh, 
Ah, the classics. Ah, the 70s. <laughs> and people wonder why I'm completely racist or whatever, or just don't care because that's what we grew up on. Now, I know times have changed and you got to be a little bit that's like, but I miss the word retarded and I like saying it and I like saying it like the retarded, like not with the, you know, the <laughs> actual right, way of saying it. Retarded. What are you, retarded? Well, that makes it okay if you have an accent. Well, the funny thing is so that true. at this point, if you call somebody retarded, like nobody, nobody uses the term as a mentally challenged person, they, even in Clueless in 1994, she said, what am I mentally challenged to something? Right. She doesn't use the word retarded. Right. Um, so it's been gone for so long. It's calling somebody a retard. Seems it's just like, funny it's now. like calling somebody a jerk or whatever. And I'm sure we won't be able to do that after a while for some reason. I think that but yet you can eat jerk chicken. <laughs> like for some reason that's okay. Oh. Well, I can never order that because, um, you know, I can't say that to the waitress with a straight face. I'll have the jerk chicken. Cindy's the, favorite uh, dish. Cindy who? Wolf? Fleischer. Grammy Fleischer? <laughs> <laughs> Old Lady Fleischer? <laughs> Old Lady Fleischer makes a good jerk chicken. Hey. Oh, right. Sorry. That was it. See, already I thought you were saying something <laughs> cruel. Anyway, what I was saying about the uh, Friends thing is we'll be watching that today. Yeah. In all its glory. Best part of Thanksgiving. So, of course, I have some Friends trivia. And Don't now they say always. this is the hardest French trivia of all oh, time. Oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> this is simple. We're going to open with a couple of simples like the way they do HQ. Okay, right. that's good. What band sings the opening credits to the song? The Remembering. I'm going to let that go because she wasn't alive when it was happening. It was but close. You're very close to the Rembrandts. Rembrandts. I'm that's like, very I don't close know. because why would, why would somebody her age who grew up in it like, no, because... They weren't like, remember the, how hot that song was for a while? And they became popular, the yeah, Rembrandts. That was and they it, had the right? video where everybody yeah. was playing, the cast was playing the instruments. You can probably see it on YouTube where, cool. where they're all doing the opening number because ah. the show got so hot so yeah. quickly that everybody was into that opening song, which is probably why the opening song was so popular, which is why they actually play it every week. You know how like other right. shows, they go right into it and they stop doing the openings. That's true. But... They always do the opening. And it's so frustrating nowadays. You know, it's just <laughs> so frustrating. And as always, I always said, when we saw her change her name to Courtney Cox Arquette, I'm like, she's going to she's gonna regret that later. Yep. Just like that idiot Kelly Kuko Sweeting. What a jackass. <laughs> and I wrote an article for it for the Huffington Post and they were so mad because it was so sexist. But I was right about everything. I have the article that they rejected. And I said, first of all, this whore has ruined everything for this show for me (laughs) because it's a fantasy show. It's a fantasy show. It's a couple of nerds that finally get a hot blonde girl. And then she cuts her hair. The fantasy was her with the long flowing hair. This is the guy thing, right? I'm just (laughs) saying this is why I watch the show. It's a fantasy now she's ruining the fantasy by cutting her hair and getting a real job. When a yeah. nerd gets, you know, a, a struggling actress with a waitress at the Cheesecake Factory. I know it sounds horribly sexist. And it is. But the whole show is sexist in that sense anyway. And then I'm angry when she starts working at a pharmaceutical company and starts wearing... Pharmaceutical? What did I say? <laughs> pharmaceutical company and starts wearing, like, you know, smart outfits and cuts her hair. And then gets married on top of it, which you know wasn't going to last. And when I wrote that article, she had just gotten married and I said, I've already heard rumors that they're in trouble. And they were, what? They were divorced in with less than a year. So yeah, quick, it was yeah. Really short. And now she looks like an idiot for changing her name. She'll always remember in season eight that she's like, yeah. oh, that's right, I married that idiot. Now, with Courtney Cox, I don't think they're, they hate each other. No, I get the feeling And they have friends. a kid together, yeah. so they, I think they're okay with it, so I don't think she matters. But remember, they did it with everybody. Everybody was yeah. named Arquette. And then you just look stupid. 
and you know later when you're divorced and it's sad and he is devastated um still from the marriage like really? he was worse off than she was he's um wow. i've heard this uh, i think he's mentioned it on howard he went through a really bad depression and time period so that. she left him Aww. yes i believe so I believe she might have left. He might have had a drinking problem. And, he, and that he she couldn't. had a plastic surgery problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> I put a picture of her and Catherine O'Hara from this movie called For Your Consideration, where the joke in the movie is that Catherine O'Hara, who we see on Schitt's Creek, who looks terrific. Right. Um, makeup-wise, uh, she's might be nominated for an Oscar and all of a sudden she gets all this fake plastic surgery and she looks exactly like the way Courtney Cox looks now with her real plastic surgery. (laughs) And it's real messed up and I put them side to side. That's funny. I I don't understand. Me either. When you have millions upon millions of dollars, which we know. Do you know the story of how they negotiated all their money and do you know who was in charge, Dory? No. It was David Schwimmer very early on who was the breakout star Interesting. He was the guy that was like, it's all about Ross. At the beginning. Right. Because now it's like, right. nobody cares. In yeah, fact, Ross is everybody's sense. least favorite character That's at this true. point because he's too jealous and it's annoying. Right. And Very he's not annoying. as attractive as the others. So, um, you know, we'd never understand why she liked him at all. At all. There was nothing about him to That's like. True. Except he's just acting because I, I right. you know, he's really good in Will and Grace. He's different. He's, uh, I don't watch it. Oh, he's good. He, he's on. He's dating Grace now, oh. and he plays this curmudgeon. That's what they call him because that's. I think that's his handle on Twitter. And he's just angry about everything. So he's obviously a good actor because he's playing a really different that's kind of cool. part. But he looks terrific. You know, I mean, now he looks. You know, as an older guy, he's right. much more attractive. So, um, so in the maybe first year when it really took off, maybe the second year. I don't know when it was like on fire. Probably around the second season. Yeah. Um. He, they were all negotiating their own deals, and he was probably going to get more than everybody else. And he said, "No, let's all go in together, and get the same amount. And let's. I mean, this. I mean, think That's about cool. that. This right. is the guy that was probably being like, hey, jerk offs. Right. I'm going to get so much more money than you guys because that's <laughs> what he talks like when he's off camera. Right. right. <laughs> of course. And he said, let's go in as a united front." And because I think they all knew he was going to, they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. But they clearly, they all like each other anyway, right, right, which was right. why the show worked. Yeah. Um, and got them, you know, deal after deal to make them just billionaires and they would never have to work again. And it's not like in the day when we were growing up, when we thought Gilligan from Gilligan's Island was a billionaire because right. <laughs> his show aired every hour on the hour somewhere or the Brady Bunch kids. Um they didn't have those kind of deals back then. You know, they right. just got their salary and they didn't have a back-end deal and they didn't have a syndication. But back when he was doing it around, you know, the Cheers time and all the stuff people were making. And then when you see Seinfeld right. and you see you hear what Ted Danson makes and like, are we going to make Ted Danson money? And he's only making like $400,000 maybe an episode, which is a lot. But now everybody's making a million dollars an episode. Right. I mean, it's like, like, what a joke. I thought Ted Danson was big, you know, but it's like <laughs> it's 20 years ago, so it does make sense. But yeah, David Schwimmer said... Let's let's go in as a united front. And everybody knew too. It was like in the trades and everything. That's like cool. it wasn't like a secret. I, no, I remember because it. it was a huge Hollywood thing that somebody was smart enough to, especially right. a kid, really in his twenties, yeah. to say let's let's not be stupid. I think we got something going. And you know, I mean, so many people are so stupid. And you know, he probably took from like somebody like an idiot like Shelley Long, who right. you know left the show and was never heard from again. And even I mean, she was, but in a just 
you know, people that think they're so great. Well, nothing's yeah. worse than David Caruso. Well, see, but he, I'm angry because then he got lucky and he did and that CSI Miami and made a fortune off that. Now, you want to see a guy like that never make money again. Yeah. And that's what's so It's true. I don't know who would have hired him. You know, I would have been like, no. Yeah, why that guy? He's right. just a stupid red-haired asshole. He's like a little guy. And there's nothing worse when you're like a struggling actor and you see some douchebag just leave a show like that and... um Right. You know, when when you're when you'd kill to be on, uh, you know, an episode. Right. And then this guy's like, yeah, I got a movie career. It's going to be awesome. Because he also talked, you know, everybody talks. <laughs> yeah, like, apparently Dora, they you don't all know. talk. See, I'm, I'm all with the actors celebrity. talk like that. Yeah. Huh. Once they're Fascinating. Off, camera, off camera, everybody's right. got that accent from Brooklyn. It's weird. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, do some. What color? This is good. What color is the couch in Central Park? Orange. I'm looking at you. I know. <laughs> do you agree? Um, yes. That's true. What is Phoebe's twin sister's name? Ursula. All right, these are the tough ones. <laughs> Which Friends cast member has never hosted Saturday Night Live? Oh, I have no idea. Wait. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess Joey. I'm going to guess Chandler. Joey is the correct answer. <sighs> of the main Friends cast member, Jennifer Aniston hosted as another most times, which is twice. What is the Joey special? Two pizzas. <laughs> we said that yesterday. We I, I we did a lot of the trivia yesterday by accident just <laughs> at the just restaurant. Yeah. Talking about it. Which famous person does Phoebe believe is her grandfather? Oh no, I don't know. It's Albert Einstein. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Phoebe's grandmother and friends had a framed picture in her apartment that Phoebe thought was her grandmother. Right. I knew it was a picture. I didn't remember what does. This is a good one, and I'm pretty sure Dory's going to know. What does Phoebe change her name to in the final season? Ah, oh, Frances Consuela Banana Hammock. That's completely correct. <laughs> Would you have known that? No. Uh, That's the best. What does Ross say that Rachel's traditional English trifle tastes like? Feet. Feet. That's right. We'll see that one tonight, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Thanksgiving. How many categories for towels does Monica have? Eleven. Oh, my God. That's completely <laughs> right. Do you know the denominations? The, 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 the four that, there's four that are mentioned. Fancy. Oh, everyday use, fancy, guest, and fancy guest. That's completely <laughs> correct. <laughs> I love when she does it. When, you know, like it's, it's exciting when she gets it's it all right. Great. What is Chandler's dad's burlesque show called? Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> These are all like when they play the trivia. When who plays For each the other. Like oh, it when is? They do. Like those two are questions that they ask oh, each other. Oh, I didn't know that. Which high school did Ross, Monica, and Rachel attend? Lincoln High. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> she'll never get this one. Which country does Chandler tell Janice he's moving? Yemen. Jesus Christ. I, think I knew that one. Yeah, that one's like... What is Monica's is. biggest pet peeve? Animals dressed as people. Correct. <laughs> what is the addressee's name on the TV guy that arrives at Chandler's and Joey's apartment? Miss Chandler Bond. Yeah, she got it completely correct. Even the Miss Chandler yes. Bond. What fruit is Ross allergic to? Kiwi. What is the name of Joey's stuffed animal? Hogsie, the bedtime penguin pal. <laughs> we did that last There's night one too, right yeah. there. I, know, you I bought one. one yeah. <laughs> okay, we mentioned half of this last night, so if you okay. can guess the other. Which two guest stars won Emmys for their performances? Oh, okay. So we got Christina Applegate. Right. You said that yesterday. Who else? Bruce Willis. That's completely correct. I feel like correct. I knew that. Wow. Um, you know, that's the category I was nominated in for a Sarah Silver right. show. Uh, right, That's and, pretty exciting. Me and Ed Asner lost out to Neil Patrick Harris. Well, what can you do? Exactly. That guy's pretty magical. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. 
I don't even know what he was guest starring. It on doesn't matter. Oh, shut up, Beth. You know what? You're banned. You're banned from the podcast. Um, uh, who plays Joey's roommate, Janine, in season six? L. McPherson. Super hot L. McPherson. What sport and position did Monica play in high school? Goalie. Field hockey. Right. And her nickname was? Big fat goalie. <laughs> okay. You ready for this one? We kind of talked about it yesterday, but we didn't actually say the title. What is Chandler's job? Data analysis. No, statistical processor. No. I mean, no. It's not. That's not what it's called. It's not like a... It's tough. It's not data. It doesn't have anything with data analysis no. or processing? No. Hmm. What is it then? It's IT procurement manager. Oh. He later becomes junior copywriter in ad agency. Name the neighbor that lives below Monica and Rachel. Mr. Heckles. Who terrifies Chandler? Oh, something Lord of the Dance. Oh, my God. That's correct. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Flatley. Flatley. Because Chandler can't stand that his legs move independently from his body. <laughs> yeah. Which character got a pencil stuck in his or her ear? Monica. That's correct. What musical does Joey star in in season one? <laughs> Freud with an exclamation point. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? What is the name of the game show that Joey auditions for in season eight? Bamboozle. Jesus Christ. I, I would know never that. have guessed that. I love that episode. <laughs> Which movie does Ross claim to have come up with the idea for? He claimed for a movie? Yeah. It's pretty obvious. It is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, think about it. What does he do for a living? Oh, Jurassic Park. That's correct. Uh, which character was that. originally cast as Rachel but turned it down for a different role? Hmm. I don't know. Well, I know Monica went for Rachel, but they gave her Monica. Yeah. Well, no, she asked to be. It was Courtney Cox. Oh, it was her. Was I was going to say as that. Rachel, and then she's like, no, let me play Monica. Oh, I thought she wanted she to was be the Rachel, only, and they yeah. told her no. She was the only one that was known. Right. Because she was on Family Ties and everything and right. the Springsteen video and stuff. So she was actually the big star, technically. Wasn't Joey in something right before, no. too? No. <laughs> After, oh, uh, and here's the last one. What is, uh, and, and I'll, I'm going to let your mother answer this one. Okay. What is Phoebe's fake name? Phalange? That's right. <laughs> What's her first name? Do you know? Uh, I thought she it. was going to know the whole thing. Yeah. I know. Come on. I can't think of it. Regina. Regina Falange. Now I've got a question for you. What is Joey's fake name? Ken Adams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what is the game show that uh, Uncle David auditioned for back in the nineties? Star Search. No. Make yeah, me laugh. No, it's tr- I, I was on those shows. No. I didn't audition. I don't know. I don't know, but I auditioned for some. I auditioned for like three game shows back. That's why those things with Joey. I went through all of those auditions. Bamboozled. I auditioned to be the host of like three different game shows. I auditioned, I don't know if you remember this, to replace the guy from Blue's Clues. No way. I swear to Steve? God. You were going to yeah. be the next Steve? Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't. Yeah. Well, because I was doing so much auditioning back then. You know? We were in LA. Oh, maybe. And I got close so many times to stuff. I was oh going to play. Oh my God, play, you could have uh, been on Blue's Clues. That would have been amazing. You know what's funny is that uh, one of them, I was just talking about Stephen Weber last week, and he replaced me. It was between me and him wow. to play George Wendt's brother in the Car Talk. Like they were making a series about that show, Car Talk. Mm. We were going to be, it was a very popular show in the 80s, just two guys talking about cars, like on WNPR okay. or something. Gotcha. And they were going to make a sitcom about it. Um, and it was between me and him. It was always between me and him. And the one I closest got to that was between 
me and him was the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV series. Oh, where yeah. Where he ended up losing out to Peter Scolari, who Aww. ended up marrying that girl from my TV show. God damn it. Right. <laughs> you know, I really help everybody out. It's and true. no one helps back. And it's just not right. Well, it's not right. Maybe that's um, your role in life. No. It's a shitty role to be in. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound not fun. Not if you're a manager. You make tons of money. Yeah, but I, I, I can't do the money part. I'd be an excellent manager. I just can't. I need a partner who knows something about you know money. Right. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying, Edory? <laughs> I don't know anything. Just Gavin Casper together again. Liza. Yeah, I feel no. like that would be a Liza role. She's just too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, yeah, we were talking about it yesterday because you know she totally wanted a drink. I know. Which is because I said, you know, every time I was with my family, I never wanted a drink. Although Daddy and Mommy weren't drinking, so that wasn't That's right. fun. But you guys drink, so it makes sense that you would drink. But Daddy would always say, "Hey, he was so excited that I could get a beer legally." He's like, "Do you want a beer?" And I'm like, "No." Because I don't want to be drunk in front of them. Because sometimes I do drink. I, I drink because I'm going to drink. Because the night's over. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't drink to just be like, and then I'll have a regular night where I'll do homework or whatever. You know what <laughs> I mean? It just doesn't work that way for me. So Liza's like, you know, I don't drink just to get drunk. And I'm like, what, what are you talking like, me for? What does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> I guess she just thinks we just think she's an alcoholic at this point. But yeah. every you college know, it's kid. College, yeah, right. Any Everyone normal college, college kid is. Dory's 21 and she still won't drink. Wah, wah. And, and then Liza was begging you to get her a drink. No, she wasn't. She said, can you just order a drink and then I'll we'll share it? Okay. You didn't hear her say that? I was sitting right next to I her. I heard her too. See? Oh. Dory, you just hear what you want to hear. <laughs> and that's your problem. And it's Again, a major problem. Again, back to you. And then we talked about also, oh, first of all, uh, last Friday, we all went to go see Billy in another stupid show. Uh, called Peter and the Star Catcher. And oh no, what was this one about again? Oh, it's about Peter Pan. Can't get away. Peter Pan, Harry Potter, Annie. All Annie. these things just won't leave me alone. They will not get out of my life. You brought Stop. Annie on yourself. Shut up, Dory. What do you know? You guys didn't have to do the production the same year I'm doing it. It was, it was oh, forget it. Anyway, uh, this Peter and the Starcatcher, another retelling of this dopey Peter Pan. It's just so stupid. I hated every minute of it. But we now loved think, it. Well, the storyline was so funny. Stupid. They were really good. Horrible. <laughs> was that what you were going to say? Nope. Before I interrupted you? Oh, this play was horrible. All uh, One kid who played Captain Oak was okay. Otherwise, everybody just horrible. Not the worst. Still, when you're seeing at least productions on a high school level, they're 10 times better than what we were seeing with junior high kids. So yeah, that's for sure. That's not horrible. But this, this, I just, this play just sucks. For, I don't need a prequel. How did he become Peter Pan? People are so fascinated. I wish I had this guy, John Barry, now, and just I would punch him in the face. I hate him. Well, he might hate it, too. He just wrote a book that he thought was fun. And everybody's ruined a good time. And of course, you and know my story with Finding Neverland. Right. I mean, I, Peter you, Pan was not a nice person. Which is why the Once Upon a Time Peter Pan version was <laughs> awesome. The best. But that's why I hate Peter Pan. And of course, as you know what happened to me with Finding Neverland, which I still can't believe. And I'm not just talking about the Broadway show. I've never, I can't I watch that movie. Because remember, I was like, I can't believe. I have nothing to add. I love Peter again. Pan. I love everything about like the all the extra Town stuff. I can't. Right? Didn't he write it, McGee? What? Did he write Finding Neverland? Yeah, he wrote the screenplay wrote for the it. the screenplay. He was nominated for an Oscar. That's right. It. So we like it. Wait. 
a guy from your town mm-hmm. is that the same guy that wrote the life of pi yeah yeah he did finding neverland too it's so weird because remember what happened with me in finding neverland remember it was my old management and he goes yeah yeah we just bought the rights yeah. to this book and uh and i'm like that's yeah. why you hate peter pan yeah. that's <laughs> why you hate peter pan it probably is because i was like he's like yeah we're just looking for a-list director like, oh a-list director he's like well, i get johnny depp and i'm like okay i'll tell you what <laughs> you get johnny depp to be in the peter pan store you give me a call and he called. <laughs> Just to chew me out. God, I hate that story. And that was nominated. I mean, I, I thought he was full of shit. He was running a toy store in Hoboken. I went to visit him at his toy. The guy that produced that stupid uh. Finding Neverland. And then you're telling me they got yeah. another guy from Jersey to write the script? How is this all possible that all this is happening in Jersey? When I lived in Jersey my whole life, nothing happened. Yeah, and now you're telling know. me all these people are nominated for Oscars that live in Jersey. I would like to know I his story. I think it's story. just that one. What is David McGee's story? I don't know. What's his story? Why Who is the he hell is in... David McGee? <laughs> well, like, why is he living in Scotch Plains? Yeah, why is he living in Scotch Plains, Dory? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're asking me all these questions. I don't even know who this guy is. Dory, are you enjoying that headset microphone? Yeah. Good. No, it sounds good. Oh, she I'm looks just... really comfortable. Yeah, she looks really good. Yeah. Now now that we're like, you know, a half hour, 40 relax. minutes in. Yeah. So you think my other guests would like that? Do you have enough play might. with all the wires and stuff? It's cool. Enough, yeah. Like, you know, you can back and forth, right? Because you know how they're connected, the the headset and the microphone plug. This is what I've been looking for yeah, look, for right. so long. Well, you have found it. Well, don't I get carried away. I, oh, look, that's a big wire. <laughs> Are you doing the friends? She's Scott, when exercising. He's, when he's in all his uh, clothing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would it be funny if that had all fell out? Yeah, it would be funny. <laughs> no, not oh, lunges. I got a huge... Wire, yeah. Oh, good. Look at that. Oh, get up, walk around a little could bit. Go to the bathroom if I wanted to. You know, maybe I <laughs> okay, should that start would using that, funny. and then I could uh, just um, walk around while yeah, I'm you doing my pace. podcast. Be like, so you know, I love doing the pacing. Yeah, I usually do that when I'm just talking into my phone about life. It's not a bad I have a idea. A whole bunch of stuff that I just walk around and talk about. Well, you should try it next time and see if you, you know, you get too distracted. Um, I don't know. Whether, maybe I should just try it on my own, like without actually pressing play. Mm. Um, did you uh, know when I um, took these in early in the morning by our, um, our old neighborhood? You know what that is? I was driving in my car and I recorded this off my phone. Are you kidding me? No, isn't that cool? <laughs> this is the Our Lady of Peace church bells. It's so clear. I know. <laughs> that, uh, that's really cool. I can hear the cars going by yeah. now. <laughs> Right by that 7-Eleven? Yeah. That quick check I that discovered? quick check you discovered. Yeah. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Oh, my God. I discovered another quick check in your neighborhood um, right by the stagecoach. Stagehouse? Stagehouse. No, I don't think you know. It's, like, <laughs> it's right off the left-hand side. I'm aware. I didn't even know they had quick checks in that That's area That's where Billy goes, right? Uh, he walks a quick... Or no, he no, goes to another one. Yeah, he goes to the one on uh, East 2nd. There's Wait, there's another really quick check? really close to each other. First of all... There's so many. The 7-Elevens in your neighborhood are disgusting. Yeah, they're pretty gross. As opposed so to I the went to the one. 7-Elevens? It's not Wawa. Yeah, Wawa is spotless. 7-Elevens, first of all, the one in, right across from the village underground is gross. Everybody's 7-Eleven, whoever's taking care of it now is just gross. These are gross people that don't give a shit about the quality of their stuff, whereas Wawa is clearly kept clean and nice yeah. and everything's functioning. Nothing's ever out of service. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real difference. It's there noticeable. There is a real difference. So the 7-Eleven across the street from the Village Underground is disgusting. And what I my favorite 7-Eleven drink 
especially like when I like when I go home tonight, I might stop uh, from your house. I get coffee and then the French vanilla cappuccino, and I mix them. Ooh. And so they have that machine that gives it. Yes. So I went into the village underground, and the French cappuccino thing was not. It was like watery, and then I tasted it, and I gave it. Um, she's like, I don't think it's working, and I'm, and then I think it made me sick. And I threw it back in her face. Seven Eleven and you sick. That seems to happen. <laughs> like a those lot. nachos. Oh my god! Remember that? that <laughs> was squirtable like, meat. Everybody I got remembers sick for that. Three days. But yet I still want to do it again. Because it was squirtable meat. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing. Do they still have that machine? I don't know. I hope not. Did they get rid of that. I heard they squirt out romaine lettuce now, <laughs> which is supposed to be good for you. You didn't hear about the E. coli? The E. coli? No. Oh, you can't eat romaine lettuce anymore. You got to throw it out, and then it's so bad that it, or, or the whole country. Wow. Yeah. Um, this I just heard. happened two days ago. It's so bad that even if it's in your tray, you got to wash. That might not even work. Wow. Like, that's how bad, apparently. Well, we haven't had salad in our house for quite a while, so I think <laughs> well, we're okay. The worst part is for me is, you know, obviously I don't eat much salad. Right. But the, I saw this on the news yesterday, yeah. Wednesday. And on Tuesday night, I put a whole bunch of romaine lettuce that I got in that bag <laughs> in the, oh my, my taco meat. Oh, man. And then when I was watching the story, I'm like, I'm feeling kind of sick. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was positive that there was nothing wrong, and I was just feeling sick from just eating a bunch of tacos. Right. But, you know, I got you start getting nervous when you see it on TV. Yeah. You know, they're like, um, uh, what's that movie? What's happening in the parade? Uh, people are dancing marching again. Marching bands. And there's a marching Ugh. band. I don't know. I don't think we're missing much. Yeah. Oh wait. So is it the Seven Eleven? So so I went to the one in your neighborhood. Did the coffee thing before Billy's play? Yes. French cappuccino machine not working. So I uh, threw it back in their faces. Good. So then I looked for another one, but um, it was in a scary area. There's a sketchy area right next to where yeah, you yeah, live, I mean, which happens a lot. Field, yeah, right? I guess yeah. I didn't know. Uh, but uh, did I use that? Oh, I used that one, but at least their cappuccino machine was working. Okay. <laughs> so I used it and then I just got out. And Actually, they were much more polite than the people at the other place, which was gross and disgusting. The the quick check by the high school, that one's pretty good. Oh, it yeah. is? Yeah, I should be going there. Because I use the quick check um, when I come home by our old neighborhood in Ford's. Right. You know, by Prithan Boy. In fact, I went to Taco Bell there the other day, ate my car in Prithan Boy. <laughs> It's, you can't say Prithan Boy without saying, actually, because it's all Spanish, though, but I like to yeah. pretend like it's not for some reason. Like it's that same accent because you have one accent. Because that's where we have to drop Mama Seal off when we drive her home. <laughs> we go, like, you want to go back to Prithan Boy? <laughs> Mama Seal, listen. You want to go back to Prithan Boy? Huh? Huh? Hey. Sosa. Listen. I'm staring right at Dory as I do this and she yeah. has no idea what I'm doing, which is way awesome. It's from this movie, Scarface. You ever see it? Nope. It's amazing. You could never do it today because Al Pacino's dressed as a Spanish guy and they make him tan. So technically, uh. he's technically in blackface. But um, he was brilliant. Even though everyone gave him shit when he did it, it's a legendary classic movie. Cool. Yeah, here, here's this. Hey, Sosa, don't you talk that way to me. Hey, listen. Alex, put on speaker. Hey. Alex. How you doing? He's doing cocaine. He's on the speaker. Alex! Alex! What happened? Oh, we had some problems, you know? <laughs> you thought I was kidding. Yeah, but you're yeah, not. Yeah, you thought I was even exaggerating <laughs> the accent. This is awesome. Alex! Tony, what happened? We had a little problem. <laughs> yeah, how'd you hear that? 
Because our friend gave a speech today. I can do that guy too. Because our friend gave a speech today he wasn't <laughs> supposed to give. I told you not to fuck with me, you little monkey. Hey, what you calling a monkey? Hey. <laughs> you were not supposed to give that speech. This is the best because I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, well, you got Alberto, you know, he's a piece of shit, you know? <laughs> I told him to do something, he didn't listen to me, so I had to cancel his fucking contract. My partners and I are pissed off, Tony. That's okay, no big deal. This is all Alberto's, you know? We do it next month. No, Tony, you can't do that. No, Tony. They found what was under the car, Tony. Uh-oh. Now our friend has got security up the ass. And the heat is going to come down hard on my partners and me. There's not going to be a next time, you fucking dumb. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, take it going? easy when you talk to me, okay? I told you a long time His ago, you fucking little monkey, not to fuck me. Hey, hey, who the fuck do you think you're talking to, huh? You wanna fuck me? Who the fuck do you think I have to fucking tell, boy? Come on, brother. Do you want to go to war? Come on. Do you want to go to war? We'll take you to war, okay? Tony, coño. Alex! You hear that other guy? Tony, coño. <laughs> I used to open for that guy in the, in the 80s. He was wow. a comedian. I mean, how did, how did this movie like do so well when his accent was just horrid? Well, it's... I don't know whether it did well in the movie. Gotcha. It's one First of, of all, after. it's Al Pacino, so he was already a living legend, so he could propel a movie at that right. time, no matter what it was. Um... But also, nobody cared if you, you know, you could probably dress up Chinese back then. You could really, right. nobody gave a shit, especially with this. And just the risk of taking this chance was even, because you essentially the accent sounds bad, but, but it is, and everybody knows it's bad, but that's what also makes it kind of great. You know who else was in this movie? Her second, we watched oh. last night, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah? Right after Grease 2, she did this. Oh, wow. Playing ah. the beauty, beauty, coke-addicted coke beauty. And he goes, hey, your womb is so fucking polluted. You can't <laughs> even have a little baby. Do you know? And she's like, fuck you, Tony. <laughs> 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 but that guy that's with him, I used to open for him in the 80s, and his whole act was just um, going, hey, check it out. So that's why it was like kind of like it was the perfect. He, got, he probably got that from that guy. Shake it out, shake it out. That's what he'd do. And then he'd get down to his skivvies with a boombox, and um, that was his act. And it would kill. Wow. And I would open him from I think where. Huh. Where's your father from, Port Jefferson? Because that's where it was. Maybe. No. I opened for him several times in the eighties, and Comac. Oh, whatever, Comac and Bayshore. That's where Daddy was. Um, and now he's still around and doing the same act. Huh. Ooh, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> Shut up, Dory. Don't listen to your mother like that. She's an idiot. Wait, we have some more footage of uh, Al Pacino. No, you'll fuck up too, Mel. Eh? Can't shoot a cop. Whoever said you was one? Whoever said you was one? Wait a minute! Now you let me go. I'll fix this up. Sure, Mel. Okay. Maybe you can handle yourself one of them first-class tickets to the resurrection. Maybe you can handle yourself to the first-class tickets to the resurrection. You like it? Yeah, you sound just like I him. do, don't I? I really do. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you being sarcastic? Why, you Actually, little... No. I told you not to fuck with me, you little monkey. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let me tell you. That, so, um, so it's directed by Brian De Palma, and he was, you know... A big. This is the greatest movie ever. That and Carrie. 
So, um, and then remember, there's a legendary scene that that so the movie got a whole bunch of folklore because there's a legendary scene where they cut off this guy's arm or legs with a chainsaw or they kill him with a chainsaw. That sounds awesome. Well, that's but Brian De Palma to this day he's explaining he's like, no, this is 1983. He goes, folks, are you guys stupid? Have you seen the movie? You don't see it. You don't see it. Right. It's all in people's imagination. You hear the sound. Uh, you don't even hear the guy yelling. It's like they cut away. and But people, that's all they would talk about. Like, I, this gratuitous violence. He goes, wow. we don't even show it. <laughs> huh. we, show, we show the guy pulling the thing, and then the guy's standing up there, and, it, and that's it. And then we cut away to the guy hitting on girls in the car downstairs. Um, it, it's that's he's the way it should always be. Talking about this for yeah. years, yeah. Well, it was because he was saying it's not a slasher film. I'm not trying to because they were saying this is gross, but that's what makes the movie awesome is that there is all this killing and shooting because people like that kind of stuff, and especially um, black guys found it like uh, that. Real, in fact, um, I think in the movie, if I'm right, the movie it, uh, was New Jack City, one of the first crack movies ever made. Um, maybe that came out in 87 or 88, so five years after Scarface, and he worshipped the movie Scarface. Wesley Snipes worshipped the movie Scarface in the movie New Jack City. Huh. So it was already getting to be like a big urban right. kind of cult classic as well. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess that was more what they could relate to more than The Godfather, which was kind of classy uh, shoot em up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and this was more like The Streets, and I guess it was different. But yeah, it's a classic, you know, it, and it's campy. It's a classic performance by like a beloved actor taking a risk. But then it's great because it's the 80s, and this is the music they have. And it's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything they, they oh do in, in uh, South Park to right, make fun right. of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, montage music when wow. they're getting him and Michelle Pfeiffer getting married. Push it to the limit. That's really That's funny. funny. Oh, it's the best. And they're getting they're getting married, and then he buys her a tiger. He buys her a tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this song does not belong with the rest of those scenes. It was the eighties, man. Everything had happened. Woo! It's like not even like Latin feel music. No, that's what makes it so great. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Love no return. I mean, I know you guys watch South Park to this day. Yeah. Does this not sound like oh, yeah, totally. something no, they made does. up for South Park? Even yes. the lyrics. Past the point of no <laughs> As a matter of fact, Dory, oh. one of the girls that has, I don't have the thing right now. I could get it. But one of the girls, Phoebe's ex-partner does a soundtrack song for this movie. Oh, yeah? Remember? In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name is E.G. Daly, I think. She's in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, she's in Pee-wee's. Um, nice. She was like a real singer. Right. And she does a song for this huh, movie. That's yeah. cool. I liked her. Everybody liked her. She didn't do what happened enough. to her. Yeah, yeah, she was in Pee-wee and Valley Girl. Right. Ugh, I love that movie. And then I guess she became a singer. I mean, when, let's see. Wait, hold on. I, mean, I could find look that her song. Up? Yeah. Dory, you should watch Valley Girl. It's oh, very 80s. I can't imagine that would hold up. It doesn't seem to hold up at all. Nobody talks about it. Nobody. I know. And it's, it's weird so because Nicolas Cage is in it, you know? So it seems like it would be... My computer's a mess today. Yeah. It's like, What's her yeah. name? E.G. Daly? No, e. it's not E. I th- it's not E.G. I just put that in, but my computer is so off today. 
Where's the turkey, Chuck? Where's the mashed potatoes? <laughs> Popcorn. She invites Marcy and Franklin, and then Franklin gives, when he comes in, he gives him the, the high five, the, what is that, the slap 10 or whatever, like the, um, what's happening? He gives him the, the big handshake, like Charlie Brown's so cool. He right. knows how to handle <laughs> so ridiculous. That's the first black guy that's ever been in their neighborhood. And he's like, yeah. what's up, Chuck? <laughs> up, Chuck. Mm, he said up, Chuck. <laughs> oh, this is not going well. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Going all the way back to 1983, here's Elizabeth <laughs> Daly with I'm Hot Tonight, WAMBC. <laughs> Damn it. <What laughs> My happened? computer messed We're up. Not. And I really hit the post, too. It was like doing so well. It's true. Well, you know, I just got this one from YouTube. My Wi-Fi. Oh, maybe because you're on my Wi-Fi or something. But that shouldn't be the reason. Yeah. Pay way too much money for that nonsense. My Wi-Fi stinks. I hate Verizon so much. It's always bad. That's weird. It always cuts out. Yeah, that's not good. That's not okay. I know. I don't recognize this from the movie, though. But it is perfect 80s. It is very 80s. <laughs> they must have been in a club or something. It's just playing in the background. You know what? You're, you're abs- this is a- you're absolutely right. This is exactly when he's in the club. I think when he sees his sister fooling around with this guy, that and he starts sense. getting angry. Hey, hey, hey! I know it's not that bad, but um, you can see in the '80s everything was slower. Like they would have long, longer bre- instrumental breaks in between the words, which they don't yeah. do anymore. Like a like Foreigner is a great example of that. Like which you couldn't. Uh, do today see this is an example of like when there's a verse verse you know it goes by by the book but it's like um, but it's really slow in getting to where you need to go see I think at this day and age you'd already have to be there yeah does that make sense (laughs) Or right now it should be at least. Right. I mean, you would have to think like. I would climb any mountain. But you're slow. Sailing across the storm. But you're like, come on, pick it up. <laughs> right? Because nobody has patience anymore. I don't think you can make a song like this anymore. What do you think? I think about this all the time. This is why I can't do anything else in my life. I'll have to like listen to every song and see like from the eighties. No, like from now and see if any of them like do this. See if any of them have a lot of. And then I think that before they, oh, okay. they sing this in pitch perfect. They do, really? Yeah. I mean, I I know. (laughs) During the riff off. What is that? like wooden ducks. Fiona Lewis. Everybody knows her. <laughs> oh, see? Right, I'm no. already bored. A, oh, sh- God, you do ruin they the podcast. They during the riff off. Um, see, now they got oh, right yeah. to the that lyrics on that one, but a lot of times they'll have an interlude in between before getting to the second verse, which I don't think they would do anymore. Interesting. If you're bored already, really, you really no, no, of that stink song. at this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Just Anytime saying, she says she's like, bored, it's not cool. Just, you know, the song was just done. It was done. 
it wasn't done for me. I was enjoying listening to it. I was it. enjoying listening. But See, now I'm curious you, as to other Dory songs now. Do they have the instrumental part I don't in know. the middle? Now well, I'm going to have to listen to every song. Well, this is where I think era. I figured it out is that the, for the past couple of weeks, I had been playing this uh, Triumph song. I think it's the power ballads from the 80s that don't, you know. I told you not to fuck with me, you little monkey. <laughs> hey, Tosa, listen. You like you like when I use the other bottle? Hey, don't tell me not to use the other. Wow! It's a minute 30 in and they haven't gotten to the chorus. <laughs> wow. Anyway, whatever. Um, what else? I just wanted to say one other thing. What was it? I guess nothing. I don't know. Our plans what today are the usual. We're going it? home to New Jersey to have Thanksgiving. Um, I'm debating to walk over to FAO Shores or not. Oh, like, should well, we do it after the podcast? I know it's kind of like you guys far, can do it. but um, no, I know that would be like the stupidest thing ever because you'd be walking all the way because it's further now. You know, I it's know, not it's 50 a 50th. It's in, yeah, but that's where the car is. Well, if I, I meet you at the that's the, what I was thinking. You know, you know at the Hilton Hotel, that where's, could be cool. Where's the Hilton? Fifty fourth and sixth. Right, so it's like right there. If you want to do that, that's fine. I, I, I just don't want to have anything to do with Unless it. Unless it's crazy. Wanna, I don't want to walk by my office. But I guess we would have had Fair to go enough. during the parade. Probably less uh, people. I don't know. Is it even open? Yeah. Are you, you sure? Know, yeah, I checked. Oh. 10 to 2 today. 10 to 2? Yeah. That's such a short time. Yeah. Why even open at all? Because I'm sure they'll, they're thinking it'll be crowded. Dory, are you promoting anything? No. Dental school, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, no. She's promoting dental Did you get in anywhere yet? No. Were you applying? Some places. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, you're not promoting Annie at the uh, junior high? Uh, <laughs> yes, we'll be promoting Annie. Oh my Super God. Bowl weekend. Who wouldn't want to go then? Oh God, you're doing it Super Bowl weekend? Yes. Yes, we are. Why do you always do that? We tried to get it the weekend after in the high school. The so you actually have a performance on Super Bowl Sunday at 3 that o'clock. That is correct. Not at 3 o'clock. It'll be over by 3 o'clock. No, it'll be over by 4 o'clock. It you guys are two. dicks. Well, the Super Bowl doesn't start till 6.30. So what? Don't you know guys don't want to have anything to do until 6.30? Like you can't concentrate on a Broadway show. The dads while you're... don't have to go on Sunday. And that's sexist. But they that's feel like sexist. they have to. Maybe the women, you know, want to watch the game. Beth. 
please. <laughs> <laughs> they might want to watch the game, but the well, women are like very good at multitasking. They, they can, can handle like... doing something beforehand. We have to watch nine hours of pregame coverage and the puppy bowl before the stupid mm. thing. So, like I mean, this is bowl. the exact same thing. You and Rhoda, it's ridiculous. The exact same thing. Every Super Bowl Sunday, you got something going on that the I have to try to attend. wouldn't give us the height. Why the am I going to go see the ballet space. with my mother on Super Bowl Sunday every goddamn year? <laughs> and then every year when I'm there and people say, thanks for missing the Super Bowl, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot the game. <laughs> every year, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll uh, leave you with this one. Yeah! Going all the way back to 1983. Here's Push It to the Limit from Scarface. Oh, man. <laughs> you should have opened Annie with this. I, I mean, I don't know why I'm not doing a Scarface musical. It's the most obvious thing that there is. If it's everybody's true. doing musicals, I might as well do this one. Yeah. And then, be like, and then we have it. Okay. Well, push It to the Limit. Hey! the ball, I'm not written. I don't know what that is. <laughs> now I'm Chinese. <laughs> well, anyway, folks. Uh, so next week, I can't even believe it, my guest will be Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne. We are talking about the man that created Stacy's mom. We are talking about the guy that created that thing you do. And um, is now producing the Monkeys album, producing Sarah Silverman's new Broadway show, and does the music for My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW Network, now in its fourth and final season. Huh. Adam Schlesinger will be my long-awaited guest. I mean, think about this. He's going to be my first guest in December, and my first guest in January will be the director of Clueless. That's and exciting. Fast Times with Ridgemont High, Amy Heckling. I'm like, if you're not listening to this podcast, after the 200, we've been going crazy. <laughs> This being the 202nd podcast. Ooh. Thank you so much, you guys, for being my guests today. Um, I'm going to put all the old feedback and get serious. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> have turkey and Matt's horrible stuffing that I don't care for. It's too chunky and filling for Thanksgiving. That's the that problem. It doesn't even make any sense. It's too filling. It's well, full of the breaded... That's what Thanksgiving... That's what No, but the then you can't eat anything is. else with it. I like the regular old-fashioned from a box stuffing. That's not... There's a special sausage one this year, too. He's making a On second side. stuffing. Does Rhoda know about this? It's a, it's a separate one. Oh, boy. Is it, oh, no, is it smaller croutons? Because I don't, you know, that doesn't work I don't for me. Care. If you don't You can't see that expanding in your stomach and then you can't eat anything else? <laughs> no. And you're making the chocolate pie this year, so we don't have to worry about Grammy trying to kill us, right? That's correct. <laughs> With the kerosene that she put in to clearly send a message. Well, I'm sure it was from clearly. 20 years ago. Here's your fucking pie jerk off. <laughs> you know that's where that was coming from. It must have Years of torment that David gave me, and now I'm going to teach him a lesson kill him off. But she tried to kill us all off at once, yeah. which is amazing. With kerosene. I wish people knew it was for real. That we're, we're not even exaggerating. It, it was, was really like scary. oil on top of that thing. <laughs> and it tasted like gasoline, not like feet. Well, I would have preferred Rachel's, Rachel's trifle. trifle. <laughs> but anyway, that's our show for this week, everybody. And I hope everybody had a, or had a great Thanksgiving and has a wonderful week. We'll see you next week on the podcast. Good night, everybody.